next one. Yeah. Let your please welcome your second act this evening, Miss Woo. Emily McQuaid. Yeah. 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 Darius. Yeah. Uh, recognition's what we're here for. Uh, Miss Emily McQuaid. That's a bit um, a bit presumptuous of you. Uh, anyway, I'm loving the whole goth Christmas vibe that's happening in here this evening. Um, just get this out of the way, especially as I'm stood in front of a skull. Despite appearances, I am not the ghost of a Victorian child. <laughs> the configuration of my face does confuse people, because it looks a little bit like it should be pressed up against a window late at night, and saying things like, why couldn't we have had crumpets at Michaelmas? <laughs> Why? Of course, the problem with having a creepy child face is that people do tend to talk down to you, and this happens to me particularly at work. Like, I'm trying to explain an idea, and suddenly I get this. Emily, are you doing a spreadsheet? Are you? Are you doing a nice spreadsheet with lots of boxes? Because when you press page down, it goes click. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. And in the end, I have to say something. I go, guys, I'm chairing this meeting. <laughs> and they go, that's nice. Do you want some sweeties? It's not so much a glass ceiling that I have to deal with as a glass curly whirly. There are holes, but it's quite hard to fit through. Um, curiously, when I was an actual child, I um, didn't look like the ghost of a Victorian urchin. I looked more like a sentient ball of hair. <laughs> Which was good in a way, because it meant that playground Star Wars games were never short of a Wookiee. <laughs> but I actually always wanted to be Han Solo with tits. Yay. And now I'm in my 30s and I can't even drive a car, let alone the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think a lot about being a kid, and I was a kid in the 80s, and that was, that was mostly great. They were Rubik's Cubes. Um, they weren't really that great. Note to self, don't ad-lib. Um, Rubik's Cubes, what's that about? Um, but I have to say, I don't remember much about the 90s. And I think that might be because of all the pills I took. Um, antidepressants, mostly. But there were some antihistamines, non-drowsy, a.k.a. the good shit. And um, some contraceptive pills in case there was any sexing. Um, still waiting for that. Um... I remember going to a school disco and trying to work out what to do if I fancied someone. So I read this magazine of my mum's. Now, this wasn't like Cosmo or anything like that. It didn't have like sort of frottage of the fortnight or anything. <laughs> it was like knitting patterns and crochet patterns mostly. But they nevertheless had a thing in there about flirting. And it said, if you like someone, what you do is look at them for slightly longer than you need to and then look away. <laughs> and then it said, knit one, pearl two. And to this day, I don't know what that means, but I think it's something to do with anal sex. <laughs> but, I mean, the staring thing, I'm not really sure that's a good idea, you know? I mean, I'll, I'll demonstrate briefly, if I may. <laughs> See, I, I know you're, you're flaring your nostrils, which suggests you're slightly interested. But um, I think it's more unnerving than anything else. Um... Yeah, so uh, after a while, if you if you look like I do, and I was starting to look like a Victorian child around that time, it all kind of kicked in when I went through puberty, you'd imagine me at a school disco with too much makeup plastered on my face, and then I looked like a slightly different kind of Victorian ghost. Possibly one that would step out of the shadows and go, 
I'll let you see me ankles for tuppence. <laughs> or you can see one for a penny and I'll let you choose which one. Um, th this isn't new material, by the way. I just really like these words. <laughs> My mum said I'd regret these tattoos, but not, um, not so far. But keeping up with the 90s retro thing, I do still have um, a bit of depression and anxiety. I'm not bragging. I totally am. Um, and all this means for me is that a bad day is when the anxiety goes freak out when the depression goes I don't see the pint <laughs> and my colleagues try to help because they say Emily you need some hobbies you know you could make a duck out of cake <laughs> or you could you could make some confrontational bunting or you could knit um, a picture of Stalin's face with um, a big penis which will be um possibly confrontational and also slightly politically confusing and I just go um, guys I can't really have I can't have hobbies I've got anxiety and depression and they go yeah but they're not real hobbies are they <laughs> uh, but I do have one hobby it's a secret one and I'll tell you guys about this before I go and that is I like to go to open mic poetry nights and heckle <laughs> I'm not proud of this but it's so much fun you stand in the darkness at the back and go, Call that a stanza? Your metaphors are dead flies on the bus window. Your similes are like... rubbish. Thank you very much. <laughs>